we've done a QA, and a how I put it out to the audience. Like, have you got any questions for us? What is Josh really like to work with? What would be a dream guest for each of you? Imagine if Louis Theroux came on. Man, I would be over the moon. What did I say? I said I'd suck your knob if you give that shit. It's not going to be dick related again. Yeah. Would you ever have an enema? An enema? Yeah. I'm Baby's Food. And I'm just Gudgeon. Welcome back to the Breaking Bread Podcast. Normally I say this is where we, you know, have guests and talk, but you probably know the deal by now. It's weird you're wearing the same stuff as you were last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's acknowledge that straight away. <laughs> How are you doing this week? Yeah, I'm all right. I was just going to take a sip of my second coffee of the day. Uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. How are you? I mean, I'm all right. It's... Uh... It's, it is nice to be back. I feel like that that last episode we just recorded, you know, let's acknowledge the fact we are wearing the same stuff. We are, and I can guarantee you, cast iron guarantee you, that we are not going to mention dicks more than, you know, a couple of times at most in this episode. <laughs> a couple of times. Um, so this, I've actually got quite a, a, an exciting, it's not exciting, it is an exciting episode, like maybe exciting to a bit strong of a word, but uh, we're going to do, we've done a q and I put it out to the audience, like, have you got any questions for us? Because I, I figured, you know, like, it's supposed to be a community-based uh, endeavour. Um, a, a lot of people comment. Nice. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people comment across multiple platforms. You know, you know what it's like. It's hard to keep up with them. Uh, but we read every comment, and we figured, like, let's put it out to you guys, see what you've got to say, if you've got any burning questions for the little hairy man. But first, I actually, before we start doing the questions, I forgot to mention... Obviously, you've been away for a few weeks, haven't you? And we, we released the Jimmy Hill podcast and we obviously did the only stands bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, have, I, I watched that back and I were in stitches, but it was even funnier because <laughs> I, I photoshopped that image. Like, So we recorded the Jimmy Hill one probably before Christmas, didn't we? We just oh, released it. Ages ago, the studio was totally different. different. Like, you know, we got, we've got different muffs on the microphones and um, let's see what we're about muffs this week. <laughs> 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 um, but that, I, I photoshopped that image fucking months ago and it was so like I was buzzing to finally get it out because it got the response that I wanted like on Instagram like tons of likes people commenting pissing themselves on Facebook did you see the one like you said the tagline I think was haters will say it's fake right and <laughs> yeah. it was like a little version of me and do you see one some person some guy said um might not be fake, but it's definitely a perspective thing. Like, it, it, like beards closer, further from the camera or something. Nah, it's, it's obviously, it's not, even a good, it's not even a good Photoshop. But then, yeah, I, I got my own box. I said, uh, you've shrunk me by 50% and my arms are still bigger than yours. That, that comment of yours has got almost a thousand likes. Fucking ratioed, mate. That's what the kids say. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. But yeah, I just reminded me, like, I don't know why I just thought of it. And I'm like, that is so funny. We need to get that made into a prop. Like the actual, like, only stands thing with me on the top. That'd be funny. Oh, I bet we can do that. Probably. Like, we'll, we'll find a supplier. We'll find one that will get like a cardboard cutout. Yeah. Yeah. That was some, uh, that was some good sort of Photoshopping, but as well as like finding the logo, I found a website where I could like take the OnlyFans and, and just start changing the words. So it's, it's good. I'm surprised Jimmy didn't invest though. He's gone quiet actually since then. It's weird. I thought I'd have got that like, 2 million quid. Yeah, we didn't sponsor the podcast, did he? Man, he's, dude's got, dude's rolling in it. I know. Chocolate assholes as well. Like that's a thing. Like that my thing. Yeah, that was your thing. Like chocolate um, penises and bum holes, and I'm pretty we sure so, you can get that. We so yeah, I think I think I nicked that idea actually subliminally, if not like 
you know, overtly. But we said we weren't going to talk about sexual organs on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean to. I thought it was a good one though, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, we've, we've put it out to, the, the, to you guys, the audience, to ask us some questions. Admittedly, probably a little bit late, but we've got plenty of responses. Um, so we'll hand that over to you. Um, you've, I've not seen these. I've not vetted these questions, but you've sent them to me. Yeah. So we've got, we put it in on the Instagram story and then I actually put on Facebook, go to the Instagram story if you want to submit a question of which obviously somebody then went, and submitted a question below that on Facebook. So I don't know, we'll maybe we'll take that into account later. All right, okay. But it, it was RTFQ. Read so these are, they're not just for me, they're for both of us, right? Yeah, so, probably uh, mostly you though. You're like the MVP. Well, but not a lot of them. I'm the other guy. From what I've seen so far is that people are asking at least for some kind of communal answer. Um, so this is, shall I say people's names as well? Yeah, because we'll get George to ping him on screen. Because one person's asked three questions. Are we, are we letting him have three? Is that all right? Oh. If you yeah. think so, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm not the boss here. Yeah, just why People think this, is my, this ain't my podcast. I might just turn up. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Well, I'll start with um, Dan Drury, 94. Uh, most unexpected part of being a successful content creator. Not really a question, is it? But um, I, I get what you're getting at there, <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, most unexpected part. Do you want to answer that one first? Because you, you uh, make content as well. It's pretty subjective is this, the successful part. The most unexpected no, part. I think... The most unexpected part is like when you see the finished polished content online, whether it's something that I've produced on my channel, the podcast, what Beard's made, you see the the, the the tip of the iceberg, you see the polished like entertainment for six or eight minutes, but you don't realize how much graft there is to get it to that point, which is pretty boring. Like the amount of times just sat editing and just grinded to get even just an idea to come bring it, to try bring it to fruition and then bring it to life. Like that's a, it's a pretty, you've got to love it. Cause it's a boring process. Isn't it? Yeah. No, I, yeah. I agree with that. I, I like editing, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's monotonous, laborious at times. Um, but yeah, I, I think f- for me to answer that question, um, most, the most unexpected part to me is that people actually, I, I managed to earn a living from what I do. Because I, I still don't know why people watch my videos, which sounds like it's self-effacing. It's like, I don't know, um, falsely humble or something, but it's it's not to me. Like I, I, I genuinely, I can watch my videos objectively and think I get why people entertain. I don't understand why so many people watch them. Like if you look at my average view yeah. count now, I have no idea. So that's the most unexpected that people come back and watch. And uh, because of that. I'm very thankful and uh, I get to do fun stuff, at least for this point in my life. And that's what we were saying it, um, before we started rolling as well. Like the amount of people that are actually watching and listening to this podcast is in is very surprising. Yeah. Like we'd, we'd set no sort of target. We don't we don't make any money from it. It's just, we'd, we'd start doing it. And then we see now that like multiple thousands of people are, are both listening and watching. And you're like, well, that's actually, it's pretty, it's impressive that it's it picked up traction. And the comments that they get, and that's why we're doing this Q&A, but the comments that people put, that he's actually entertaining people and people look forward to it. And they are listening to us on the way to work or from work or... Yeah, because especially because the, the amount of times we leave the studio, I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about? There? Like, <laughs> honestly, what was that? And then people enjoy it. Um, yeah, you're always slightly uh, more pessimistic towards the, the like the recording, but you've got high standards as well. I think so, that's, yeah, that's just yeah. objectivity because I think I know, I think I know what people will find entertaining. I don't, I don't know that I know, but um, I think I know. Um, and sometimes I think that's not really that fun, but it turns out to be. Next question. Yep. Um, discuss highlights and lowlights of YT career. That's Dan again. Do you want to go first? 
Um, yeah. Uh, highlights for me are just... I, cu- I couldn't say one specific thing. To me, it's just that... I mean, I often get when I... I got back from Atlanta, whatever, a few days ago. Or if you've been watching the episodes, it'll sound, it seemed like it's a week ago. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I got back for, 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 and, and it's, it's usually when like, if I, if I go out and film something and I'm driving back and it was, the, the, the sun's beaming down and I'm driving back on this empty road and I just think there are worse things I could be doing in my life. Especially when I used to hate my job. A lot of people know that if they've listened to this before, I used to hate my, my job, you know, and I get to do something creative, which not a lot of people do that I enjoy. So that to me is just a highlight, you know, when you can have moments where you th- you reflect and think, I'm very fortunate to be where I am. Admittedly, through a lot of hard work, but um, that, that's a highlight to me that I get to, because not many people in life get to do something they like as a job. It's, it's uncommon. So to me, that's a highlight. Low, low, I don't, there aren't really many low points. The only po- time, time I feel low, I think, is if I think I'm not satisfied with what I'm making, which is a lot of the time, actually, but... Um, if I think, like, for example, during, I think everyone probably felt low during the pandemic or the height of it. But when I was making videos, I, I hated, you know, like, so, oh, yeah, I'm going to get 20 burgers and eat them. There's no, that's not fun to okay. make. In your kitchen. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you can try and make it fun because you know it's a necessity. People want to see videos and you've got to pay the bills. But um, low points are when you just, for me, when I'm not satisfied creatively with what I'm doing, I think it's contrived and it's pointless for me, even though people might still watch it. Yeah. I think if, like I'd be very similar. I mean, like, like I don't really have a YouTube career as such. Like that's not my full-time gig. I work on multiple channels with multiple creators uh, and I do, I work for like, I've got my own business creating content for, for businesses as well. Um, but I guess like a highlight of it is the doors that YouTube has opened. So like working, like we wouldn't have met if it weren't for me creating YouTube content back in the day for another business and you walk through the doors. So it's, it's like open doors that would have never have sort of been there. Again, working on different channels, like we, I launched Ben's channel with him. You know, it, that were a, when Ben approached me for his channel, it were a case of I could take everything that I'd learned over the last sort of three years, two or three years on YouTube that I'd, you know, picked up along the way from various other creators and sort of go, right, let's just put it on this one, see what happens. And then to see it come to life were amazing. You know, like to see that thing fly in the first week, you know, it got thousand subscribers, it got monetized and then, it's now sitting at nearly 70,000 subscribers and 6 million views, I think it's done in a year. That's cool to see that and go, can we, we do know a little bit of summit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, no low lights. I guess same as you, man. Like every day we get to come in and do what you actually enjoy doing. Like I'd hate to have a real job now. This is 10 times harder than if I were working for someone else, but I'd, I'd do this 10 days, 10 times over than work for someone else. Yeah, we said that on the, the mic, maybe the mic and the Jimmy hill um podcast is you're prepared to put in more more hard work when it's something that you do yeah even if in my circumstance it's something really daft <laughs> for, for, for like for you it's the same thing you you, you put in but if you, you need to you need to make it work but also you're uh you know you you're prepared to work hard yeah, you put the hours in that it takes it's not a yeah. case of you're not check clocking in at nine checking out at five like yeah. it's yeah you get you make it work man 100 percent right um this i think this is one for me predominantly um the username is one two oh six one seven p. That's that's like a a really evolved screen resolution. Like we've gone past four k, we've gone past eight k, we're twelve k now. Um, would you ever consider a beard versus subscriber series? Brackets. I've got no chance with a laughy emoji. Um, probably not. Um, not a series anyway, because I think it would. T- it's hard for me to to even organize 
myself to film and stuff to deliver two episodes a week it sounds like it might be an easy thing but it's it's something that takes some kind of planning um so to synchronize that with somebody else over a, a full series i think would be difficult also the thing that kind of bothers me about quotes collabs of any kind are um i like to keep them controlled in a sense that i don't know i, I only really do videos with people i know well enough to know that we're like-minded so there's going to be hopefully some kind of banter we're going to look like Chemistry, two mates yeah. you know and they're not going to be like i could if i do is put do like a lottery like a twitter post saying oh somebody come and do a video with me i could get charles manson some dude fucking skins hedgehogs or something i don't, I don't know you know like <laughs> what, what what do i know i don't know you see you, you could say something weird on the video you could say something racist god forbid or something like that yeah yeah um so i think it's i like to keep my videos because the it is my job as con- controlled as possible while at the same time, I, I'm not saying I would never do it. I think it would be fun to maybe do do it one time, but I'd have to think about how best to implement. Yeah, I think there's better um, circumstances for you to meet your, meet your subscribers, meet your fans. Do you know, like in a a better because I mean we've said it before on the other podcast. Like it's not when you create when you make a video. Like it's not really that impressive to watch in a sense of like it's a dude eating for 20, 30 minutes. It's pretty boring. Like yeah. imagine you know watching anything for 20, 30 minutes. So I think you could meet your subscribers at a meet and greet or like just passing in the street. Um, we could do a live podcast one day and do like a, a in like a cinema or something yeah. like that. would be a cool way to meet. Like you could, you know, it's planned and you don't like shit and not, you know, if, after you've eaten, you're all oh, bloated, yeah, yeah. you're fucked. Like it, that's what was, but I, mean, I told you that story before, right? But when I did the poutine contest yeah, in 2019, yeah. there's like a line of people waiting. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And it was, I was excited because I was so blown away. I thought it was a line for Matt. I told you before, yeah, that, you Matt, said, Matt yeah, Stone. Yeah. And, um, but I was blown away. All these people wanted to meet me. So that kind of, that gave me a bit of a rush, I suppose. And that I, like, I avoided the fact that I felt fucking terrible. <laughs> but when I got to like the fifth person in this line, I was like, I don't want to fucking puke on this person. I, I feel like I'm feeling really bad now. Um, so yeah, but contests are generally, that's why one thing I miss about doing them is that's an environment. I know I'm going to be there. There's no, like, I might not be able to turn up because of this. So I might not be, I'm definitely going for this contest. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to be there afterwards. So people see me on stage. And that's cool if they want to see that. They're only watching me for 10 minutes and it's going to be like high octane. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be entertaining. Then afterwards, I can have a little chat with them or whatever. Um, So that's generally the best environment, I think, to do it. That or just a chance encounter in the street. Not Because you never know how somebody's going to react to a camera. People don't know the production. We've gone into that before of how much goes into it. They're going to be eating cold food if they're going to be eating at the same time as me. (laughs) Obviously, we've done it. I've been on your channel before. We did the pancakes in London. Uh, there was that guy that commented on it saying that basically you've ruined you've ruined my life don't <laughs> don't ever do that again I like fam- I, I have some issue I, I like familiarity please don't invite anyone on your channel yeah, again yeah. I was like can shut up man that's funny I'm sure you'll see me again at some point no doubt that um, actually onto a good point though we have actually been approached previously about doing live podcasts obviously it'd be a little bit more it would be high octane we'd, we'd make a show of it so if it is something you'd probably be, maybe be interested in, um, it'd be in Leeds, it'd be in West Yorkshire, um, drop a comment below on, on YouTube and we can sort of gauge it. If only three people comment, we ain't doing it. Yeah, well, <laughs> so. people, to be fair though, people say, oh, you should do a meet and greet, you know? Yeah, yeah. And people have been t- t- telling me that for years and I, I think I just don't have the... To, it's not that I don't want to do it. I just, I, I can't imagine anyone... Even if I gave tickets away, I wouldn't charge anyone. No, but like I can't imagine ever saying, "Oh, there are tickets available for this." But you want, some, see me. You want like, some sort of like that's why I think a, like a live podcast, a live show would be good because you've, you sort of it's like an event. So yeah. like it's, we would 
create a show where we would have guests and we could talk to people and it'd be like this but on steroids but then not naturally you'd you bring the steroids i'll bring the steroids <laughs> you bring eddie hall um, <laughs> and then naturally you can meet adam afterwards and i'll take the photos <laughs> i'll be like the guy just after he's got squashed by um thor, thor. Yeah, man. I hope that's Thor, coming up. I, is that this weekend? I don't know if it's this weekend. I saw that video of them. Like, I, I, I'm not. I don't want to dig people out and get involved in drama, but I saw them both like squaring up to each other and whatnot. I think Thor's going to absolutely marmalize him, and I'll be laughing when he does. I don't. Is, what, is, is it on TV? I, I, I assume I, it'll, it be on like, it'll be on pay per view. Yeah, but I'll pay, I'll pay for it. So. I think that might be this weekend. You know. You reckon? Yeah, so I, I as you're really... listening to this, it'll have been about two weeks ago, but <laughs> <laughs> you probably shouldn't talk about current events, should you? <laughs> Eating my words, yeah. I don't know, but. Um... So yeah, all right. anyway, yeah. So if you want to, uh, if you do want that, comment below. It's like seriously, actually, drop us a comment so we yeah, know. Yeah, that'd be a good way to do it because, like, like I said, the reason I wouldn't ever do a, oh, I've never thought about doing a meet and greet. So I think it seems a bit, a bit egotistical for me to think that people would want to come and listen to me what talk. So, yeah. but if we're doing a podcast, it kind of feels like there's something in place for it, right? Yeah, like you said, yeah. you, they can get some popcorn, they can watch us chat <laughs> shit for forty-five. I don't know. Like, I think it'd be a pretty cool event. You know, like we've got, yeah, we haven't yeah. got much to lose. Um. That, uh, that Daniel Mason two nine eight. Are you streaming on Spotify? Yes, <laughs> I think. Um, and has <laughs> has Mister Beard got a free car? Maybe a yellow SBR. Is that like an? In- is that some kind of? Joke? Uh, is that from the rate my takeaway episode? Do you remember when he said that he got? Uh, we well, I said to him, oh, have, you, yeah. have you got a green Range Rover? Because it was like a myth around where we are. Yeah, like rate my takeaway. It's like it's blown up. He's made it. He's got a green Range Rover. But then like now it's actually a yellow Range Rover. Uh, no, I don't have a free car. Josh has got a free car, though. You, I'll answer that one for you. But, uh, <laughs> I haven't got a free car. I've got a business deal with another business. Do you, did you pay for this car? It's just a, it's a, it's a deal. Is, is, it, is, it a business, is, it, is it a car that you pay money for? Or do you have use of a car without actually having to shell anything out other than petrol insurance? Yes. The latter. It's a free car, if you ask me. <laughs> um, I think that was covered. Um, jo- Joel? Joel? Higgins, uh, is Adam's stomach and taste buds still insured for a million quid or is that complete bull? Joel, that was always complete bull, actually. Uh, I, I didn't realise that at the time, but I used to do some like retainer work for a restaurant, which since closed. Um, but uh, I like I take pictures for them and whatnot and do like the occasional video. And uh, they uh, said they were going to insure my... St- I don't even know, know how this would work, but they, they said they were going to insure my stomach for like a million quid or whatever. Um, and... I think they told me it. Be, they told me it had been done, and they told a newspaper because it was reported in a newspaper. That's how people know about it. Right. Um, but I, I never showed. I, I never. I didn't see any premiums. I never saw any paperwork. Um, so I, as far I think it, they probably just, you know, said it for a few views or whatever. Their PR. Yeah. A, a, a publicity stunt. Um, and I don't know how you could. You, <clears> if, <throat> if somebody was going to insure my stomach or insure anyone's stomach, they probably wouldn't insure a competitive eater's stomach because, like, what I mean, the, the chances of that actually something going wrong at some point is probably quite high. It's a bit like giving life insurance to someone yeah, smoke 70 a day. Yeah. You know, it costs a bit more, wouldn't it? Higher premium. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I, I don't think that was, it was nothing to do with me, but I don't think it was real. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. That answers that question. I've, I've actually got the, I'll, I'll do the next one. So I know you, right. you keep pulling your, uh, your phone. See, I'm getting like tennis elbow from pulling the fucking phone. <laughs> so this is from, uh, Oh, just, just Josh DJ. Uh, so he's we've we've read comments out from him before. Have we? Yeah. Hi Josh. Hi Josh. That, I think he's one of Joe's mates. Joe did, designed the the logo for this podcast. I'm oh yeah, right, sure cool. he's a pal of Joe's. All oh, right. Um, are there more wheels or doors in the world? This is for both of us. That was going to be the next question on this list as well that you sent me. It's funny that we've got is the that same like, list. Is that like a common? 
Oh, no, yeah, it's the same. That <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that going around. I watched an interview, uh, like a brief interview with Luke Allen, you know, Leeds United right back. Oh, somebody yeah. asked him the exact same question. He went into like a really detailed answer um, as to what he, he thought it was wheels. And his logic was as follows, which I thought was really quite insightful. Because my initial reaction would probably be doors. But he said, think about it. Like technically, like a draw counts as a door, right? You know, like if you're going to pull your pants wherever you keep your pants. But they're on casters, aren't they? They're on wheels. So that, those count as wheels. And apparently Lego makes 318 million wheels a year. So it's got to be wheels. Think about it. I don't think a draw is a door, though. Well, what, what else if it's not a door? It's, it's not a, a draw is no. not a door. Well, that was his. That, that's, I like the. I like the. That was his thinking. He, he obviously put some serious thought into it. I'd have gone the other. Like I'd, have, I'd have, That's a very detailed explanation. I'd not really thought about it till this point. But I'd say that if you if you take your house, like your house for example, if the amount of doors that are in there, I would imagine there's maybe like. Oh, maybe not. That kind of fucks me a little bit. I was going to say, let's say there's like five doors in a house, but there's but if there's two people in the house, there's two cars and there's, there's four wheels on a car and probably a spare wheel, so there's 10. So it's like an eight to 10 ratio. So I was thinking... Imagine the amount of bicycles as well. Ah, yeah. There's that song, right? Katie Melua, 10 million bicycles in Beijing. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if somebody... Could, and the, the Lego thing, if they make 318 million, even if they're toy wheels, probably counts, right? So yeah, I, but Lego pieces have got doors on them as well, aren't they? Yeah, but if they make three, nobody said they make 300 million doors a year. I, I think it's probably wheels, but I don't know. Do you want to interject, uh, George? Or do you have a preference? I just don't know why you're looking at me because I've not got the answers. All right. <laughs> uh, was it, you know why? Because Mike would have had them. That's why. I'm <laughs> Rest in peace, Mike. Rest in peace. He's, he's got, not actually dead. He's, he's got the COVID this week, actually. Mm. So he might be dead. <laughs> Maybe. He's been the safest person. So, like, I know I got it a month ago, and he looked at me and he's like, Still dodged it. I lasted two years. I was like, I thought I were invincible. I didn't think, you know, I was like, what's going on here? I still haven't had it, but I've got like, I, I think I have a super powered immune system. <laughs> I'd almost never get sick. How were you? Uh, did you enjoy the prostate exam I gave you last week? Oh yeah. See how like, I'm mixing it all together, even if it's the same day. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Oh yeah, right. This is uh, me. Oh, this is you. I'll, I'll, well, I'll do this one. Door Tricks uh, has asked, uh, what would be a dream guest for each of you? I thought you were getting yours from a different source, but I'm realizing we just both got the same screenshot. Uh, a dream guest for each of you. I keep, I keep making the joke that I want Emma Watson to come on the show, but that's a bit pervy. So I, 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 won't, I won't say that. Um, for me, it would be somebody, I don't think, I don't know how entertaining it would be at people, but somebody like, um, I don't know, like a real, we were talking about this before the podcast, like a real, like a thinker, like a really, into, like um, Noam Chomsky, you even know that is. Noam Chomsky or... Um, I don't know. Edgar um, Wright. Edgar Wright would be a good one, yeah. He actually liked that, that other podcast that I occasionally do. Um, he had liked one of the tweets from that podcast. But Edgar Wright's a film director, if you don't know. Um, yeah. I would love to have him on. Maybe, um, we, can, maybe we could make that happen. There's, there's tons of people. I don't know if that's a dream guest, but there are tons of... Probably my dream guest actually would be like... Somebody I, like, I really, really, really look up to. Well, not look up to. I don't really look up to anyone, but respect. Um, I don't know. Uh... 
You you think about yours while I'm thinking. Uh, for, for me, I think I think a cool one would be um, Ryan Reynolds would be good. You know, like Deadpool because he seems like a, a really good character. Like I think he would have a laugh. I think it'd be quite fun. You know, it's, it's, a, it's an A-lister, but I think that'd be a I fun. I might be aiming a little too high. Oh, I yeah. think I mean, it, it was a, a dream we, guest. We think we're funny, but you think he would expose us for not being that funny because he is actually funny. <laughs> yeah, we're not funny. Uh, and also, uh, Louis Theroux, I'd really like to speak to Louis Theroux. Yeah, I can't, you, didn't you message him? Yeah, I've emailed him. I've I, emailed his team. I, I, that would be amazing, right? But, um, I, you know, I always think when I watch, because I love Louis Theroux documentaries, yeah. I, I could watch him all day long. I don't know what it is about him. I'd actually love to do that, like, in later life. I'd love to do what he does, you know, like, watch, make documentaries yeah, about, yeah, yeah. like, exposing certain things. I think I'd be all right. I, I, don't I think, think you'd be, be really good. I th- yeah, I think you'd be good at that. Maybe we can make that happen once your YouTube career is done and dusted. Um, but I think, I always think, why has he not done a documentary on competitive eating? Because that's absolutely fucking ripe for what he does. He's yeah. full of psychos, full of absolute head cases, and it's a really weird thing. I think maybe he's just, he's passed him by, but I think he should do. It's probably hard now because I mean actual contests. I don't mean just people eating on YouTube. Nobody cares about that. But um, <laughs> like to in, kind of see the major league eating scene. Yeah. It's pro- I think people would find that insightful because it's proper weird. Yeah, I think that'd be, that'd be a good call. So yeah, I think, I mean, I've, I've sent some some emails out to some high, high rising people. Yeah, you went to, you, I think you went too hard too fast. I think we, we, we can barely get like small time guessing. I'd quite like to have, uh, not a dream guest, but I told you I've been watching... Um, Justin Hawkins, right, from The Darkness. He's got a YouTube channel called yep. Justin Hawkins Rides Again. I think he lives in Switzerland, though. But it'd be cool to have him on because he seems like a really funny dude. Why don't we just take it on the road? Like, Because what I've been saying to guests is... <laughs> Justin, two guys that you don't know, but can we come and visit you at your house? <laughs> what I've been saying to guests is, I've been like, you know, if we if we have to, we'll come to you. Like, we've, Yeah, you've got all the gear and the yeah, van. Yeah, we could take the gear. We're like, it's still, not, got, still got the van. Still got the van, yeah. Josh has like a really plush van. You could live in it. Could do. Wouldn't. Yeah. I don't really get that that culture of um, like Volkswagen, um, not Volkswagen, but just general camper vans. Like the camper van life in for me. For a I, short period of time, you could do it. Nah. Huh? I mean, I, I don't even like camping. I don't I like never, camping. I, oh, I hate camping, but I, could, I, I feel like it's been, uh, it's like when we did, when we were to do all exercises with Royal Marines, when, I, when we went through training and it was just misery. I just like, it was just misery. And people would actively go camping on a weekend for pleasure. <sighs> It blags my head. Like Lynn's does that. She goes with her family to like one of those shitty little, you know, like canvas sands or something. Like where you go <laughs> and there's like the, the disgusting shower blocks. Yeah. No, but a van's different. I think for, a, for like if we if you said to me right, we got to go see Louis Theroux in fucking wherever he lives, Essex. Yeah. Or something like that, or down in Plymouth, and you said right, well, we could, all the hotels are booked for the night. Would you stay over in a van for one night? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But no like problem. I think the convenience and the cost of like a Len Henry. Um, whatever yeah, it's called Premier Inn for 50 quid yeah good point I mean, we would stay in a hotel <laughs> but like if, if it came to it yeah of course yeah of course I'd do that I wouldn't stay in a, a tent at least we know you can pitch a tent now though <laughs> last episode we spoke about uh, Beard's dick not working so if you missed that episode Did, yeah. go back and have a, have a watch of it so yeah that, that's my they're probably my dream guests yeah we didn't really ask the question though. I don't know what dr- dream dream. oh actually I'll tell you it would be um, Connor Robust who uh, is the well, he, there's a band called Bright Eyes who basically he's, he is the band. I'd love to have him on because he's a super intelligent guy. It makes amazing music for me anyway. Like, but there's a lot of musicians. I really want to get, um, I don't know if we could have, but now I was away. Um, Funeral for a Friend is like a British, a post-hardcore, like a rock band that played in Leeds because I had tickets for it. I totally forgot oh, I had yeah, tickets yeah. and I booked to go away to Atlanta. And then when I was there, I was like, oh shit, man. Um, but yeah, because they were in Leeds, like, it would have been cool to get them on or one of them. Maybe Matt, the main guy. But yeah, anyway, I'm rambling. Uh, <laughs> uh, am I doing the next question? Yeah, go for it. Uh, 
M-Duck 2020. M-Duck. For Beard, if you could compete eating one last time, what would be your mark? Are you, are you retiring me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, yeah, I've not, I've not even, even though contests have started up again, I've not done any. I keep thinking about this sausage one in Texas, but um, my final competition would probably be Nathan's just because it would be the best place to retire. 30,000 people in the crowd. Um, it's not my favorite contest. My favorite contest I did was the poutine contest just because I did really well. I think, but yeah, I'd probably retire. Like if they do Nathan's this year um, and I'd go, because I didn't get invited to the last one because of travel restrictions, but if they do it this year, um, I'd be tempted to just retire from contests, not from yeah. making videos, because it is it is a lot of hard work to compete well at, at contests. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd probably, yeah, probably Nathan's, because uh, it's the biggest contest. Are there any, um, obviously apart from the Sausage Goblin one that you said you're going to do in, it's Amsterdam at Red Light District. You do that one. <laughs> Get that one done first. Then you, is there any more in the season this year that you might? Well, it's weird because before COVID, right? You had pretty much your marquee contest, which always happened, right? So there was always the oyster contest, which I really want to do this year. It's in New Orleans. Mrs. Beard loves it there. It's cheap. It's pretty cheap relatively to fly to. It's a nice city. But they're not, I don't think they're doing that this year. So a lot of the ones that did exist always at the same day every yeah. year don't now exist right so you were kind of relying on contests to be announced and and do them like i think the sh strawberry shortcake one's happening but it's quite a small contest so it's not as fun yeah um so I, i'll just kind of keep my eye i, I, I don't want to do the sausage one really because even though it's a good clickbaity title like sausage eating uh contest <laughs> purely because they're hard to eat i'm like way out of practice for because contest eating people don't realize is massively different to just filming a video it's so different um, that I wouldn't want to go and just get trounced and come to, I'm not scared of coming last, but yeah. I just think I'd, I'd want to go and like put up a good performance and it's a hard food. Whereas I think if it was something like, uh, poutine or like the croquette contest, they're far easier to eat. So even if you're bad, you can still, you can still put good well. in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I don't to answer that question. I'd probably retire at Nathan's if I could from contests in some like really elaborate way. Like, I don't know take off you know get those pants that strip off and just reveal myself in like a you know those Borat mankinis or something <laughs> that'd be so funny you need Somewhere to do that like now that. yeah uh, can I um, can I just I need to knit for a wee which yeah, obviously yes. we record one before and you I, could a, go, I could go for one actually you give me a litre of coffee and uh, I know man look how much fluid we've gone through right. transition alright we're back relieved you feel relieved now yeah I feel good I feel more relaxed you took way longer than me I, I'd be like <laughs> you know, quick sharp yeah but we're, we're stood next to each other you put me off a little bit across I'm at an advantage though I don't have a lampshade so like, I pee quicker <laughs> <laughs> for those that don't know what that means I think Beard's alluded to the fact that he may be circumcised yeah I'm one of the I'm not um, I, I think I'm one of the, the it's not typical is it in uh, in England and you're not, it's not like for, through, for relig religious reasons because like no. some I don't actually really know why it w I should probably ask my mum that yeah yeah I think I, I think I have like some like an, oh, this is getting, why do we start, why are we talking about dicks again? You literally I, told them. I know, I know, I, know I just kind of went onto it, but um, I think I had like an overly tight foreskin. Is that a thing? Like yeah, it imagine. caused me pain when I was a kid. So I just whipped it off. I'm quite glad though, because I think that it looked, it's better for hygiene and stuff, I think. And it just, I think it looks nicer without a, a mate of mine had to have it done like when he were older, like later in life. Imagine how tough that would have been. <laughs> Yeah, but I bet you prepare, I, the pain of it was probably it. No, yeah, but like like you said, if you if you wake up in the morning and you pop a stitch, Oof, you know yeah. what I mean? Like if you're like in your, in your early 20s. Yeah, that, that's, that, didn't that's, think about that. That's going to be a painful start to the morning. Yeah. 
Man, this is a weird, like, these podcasts have been weird today, you know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, should we just get straight to another question and yeah, just uh, yeah. stop talking about your foreskin? Yeah. And your prostate exam. Uh, right, so John Boy 2601 has asked, uh, do you have a plan B? Uh, so, so do you both have a plan B, i.e. after you have... Uh, this fucking is plan B. <laughs> after the food has run its course and videography, what is next? No, I don't. This this is plan B. I'm hoping we could. We I, I said to Josh actually when we started this, I said like if you can get me a salary of twenty thousand, we don't make any money from it right now. But like <laughs> if, if 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 there's any way that we could make, I could make twenty grand a year or even less, sixteen whatever minimum wages these days. If I could make that from this podcast, that's my plan B. Other than that, no, not really. Yeah, Fairwood, I think like th- this is the plan B. If anything, the podcast I- I genuinely is plan B. Like plan A, we're kind of doing plan A. You're making videos on YouTube. I'm making videos everywhere. This is our like, it's a bit of a long-term podcast. And they, don't, they don't get big overnight. And no, we're doing it because we enjoy it. And if it one day supplements a wage or even takes over to become a wage that we can pay as mortgage with, that's a good day. It's a good day. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, man, it's already plan B. Like this is it. We're doing it. Yeah, I don't, the other plan B is the one that I mentioned, what, eight minutes ago when I said I could go make documentaries. I'm not, I don't really have a face for TV though. And I don't really like TV work. And in fact, I hate it. So maybe, <laughs> maybe not, I don't know. I think it'd be quite a, a I think documentary, like a, a 30 minute or an hour documentary making like that on a, on a subject would be quite a cool process because there'd be so much work that goes yeah. into like the planning and, you know, the the research and then to get into the sort of development stage shooting it yeah in. yeah i mean that'd be a fuck that'd be a cool process i think it'd be yeah i would i would really love to do it. i don't know that i would have we mentioned louis theroux i don't know that i'd have that ability to kind of be as quite as impartial even though he has those moments where he challenges a person's view yeah i think i'd just lose it a bit you know like when he went to see that westboro baptist church a few times i'd be like what the fuck is wrong with you? your fucking head case you can't really do that can you in um in, a, in, no. in in documentaries yeah you'd have to be I don't, maybe not maybe you could be you could be like but again you want to remain impartial so yeah, that the yeah, yeah. audience make a decision. Yeah. Whereas like if you're if you're offering your opinion up, then they're gonna have an opinion of you and not the subject. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think I could I could I think I could be impartial, but I, yeah, I mean pissing in the wind, I don't think I'll ever get the opportunity to do it. But anyway, I think it'll be fun. We'll fund it ourselves, we'll do it do it ourselves. Uh right, do you want to ask the next question? You wanna get up on your on your list? Yeah, sorry, mate. I'm <laughs> uh uh what is josh really like to work with that's that's taylor john miller yeah i i should i i feel like i should make a bit of a gag but now he's a blast like there's a lot of stuff that i do not that i couldn't do without but a lot like see the music video that i did especially garlic bread uh one the first one which was really one of I'd, people laugh but that was one of the accomplishments of my life i couldn't have done that without jo- the video without josh you know and um I, yeah it's good it, doing this podcast with him is great Said that like staring deep into your eyes. I've had a moment here. George, put some music, like some romantic music over the top. Like, uh, what's that song? I'll just, I'll just leave the room, leave you two to it. It's been a good run, though, not it so far? Yeah, it's good. It's good because Josh is actually a videographer. So if I ever need anything doing, which it is more towards, it needs more professional production, call Josh. Yeah, like, I mean, what's Josh what to work with? We don't really work together, do we? Like, it's all, like, all these projects are just like, they're all for fun, really, aren't they? It's not a pa- passion project, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I could like totally like plan. You, somebody mentioned Plan B. I don't know who asked that question, but like, if if things really come to it, I'll just ask Josh for a job. Come on here, like, sack George, <laughs> 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 and I'll do the I'll do the editing. I've said that. Like people have asked me, like, oh, because um, people when people think you just eat for food and that, 
and I'm like, no, he's a very like he's a very talented videographer. Like if you if you had to make professional videos for uh, 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 for marketing, talented. you could do it. I could do a bit of editing for you. You've got the skills. I might I might come to you for. I'm not even joking. I might actually come to you for a job. <laughs> uh, Callum Kitchen two o six. Uh, right now that restrictions have pretty much gone, do you guys have any goals for 2022? I don't really set goals per se. I think for me, this year is going to be all about traveling, um, doing as many food challenges, not in England as possible. Not because I don't like England, but because that was what I promised in 2020 before the whole COVID thing kicked off. Because I know that's what those, you only have to look at the views, that, that content is what people like the most. And the only way I can repay people, I think, for watching what I do is to try and make the best videos possible. Meaning that to me, it makes the most sense to do stuff that people like to see. So just travel as much as possible and do as many in North America, which is a big, you know, if you think about the amount of food challenges they have per square mile over there is, is a great many. Um, so just to keep making videos and keep getting better at videos, you know, cause people, it's not something that you just are accomplished at and stick at that point. You always try and think of ways you can make videos better. So that, and just make videos people like watching, I guess. Yeah, I think for me, um, I've actually cut back because when COVID hit, it was such a jobs fucked. Like I, you know, pretty much only just started out in business maybe for like a year, maybe I were in for a year. So like you just, you know, you don't even know what you're doing. So like the last sort of two years have been a fucking grind. So like I've grafted my tits off to try and to <laughs> try to get us to like, you know, somewhat have a sustainable income. And then having staff on top of that, like that's a lot of pressure on your shoulders, especially through like the turbulent last two years, I'm, I don't get a violin out or all because people had it way worse, but that's that takes its toll. So for me this year, like, I, you know, we had a baby last year. I've cut back so much on work. I'm just trying to do passion projects and do just enough work so that everyone gets paid. That's it. So like for me, I've, I've put my foot on the brakes massively from a sense of like sort of driving business and trying to make as much money as possible. I've like gone, right, let's take a, a chill now and concentrate on stuff that I want to do. I want to be at home on a morning and evening yeah. with the missus and kid. And I want to- So start- you can drop the baby off the bed again. <laughs> <laughs> it happened again. <laughs> I forgot to tell you. Yeah, off the sofa. She knows how to get out. Like she's, she's, one year, she's one year old, but she knows how to get off the sofa now. But then there was just one time that on my watch again, she chose not to, to do the way that we taught her and went head first. And I'm, I saw like, oh, she went and I caught her and like, like her head's there like that. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, and they just sort of flipped her, so she landed on her back, and they started crying. And Danielle's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. That's what terrifies uh, me about having kids, man. It happens all the time. You see them fall. I can't, you know, when kids fall over and they hurt themselves, I hate that. They're sturdy, like she's sturdy now. They do bounce, you know. <laughs> they do bounce. <laughs> she's sturdy. But yeah, so that's me, man. Like, like This is my, like, this is my concentration on this, the yeah. podcast. Like, there's so much work that goes into this just to get the, the show out. Yeah. Each week, we've mentioned it. We mentioned it on this podcast, a live podcast. Anyway. Yeah there's so much work to just get it to the point of, so you guys can listen to it. Cause there's all the clips, there's all the clips channel. There's the TikToks. Obviously it takes more than just me. It takes George. Is it on TikTok? Uh, well, it's reels. We aren't actually, we have got a TikTok, but I haven't uploaded on it. I need to give, okay, you're going to have to be in charge that. of, you're going to in charge of that. Delete that account. <laughs> we have actually got a TikTok. Uh, the, real, TikTok. the reels are doing well. Uh, so yeah, that's my, my plan is get this thing going. Get, get some top class guests on. Imagine if Louis Theroux came on. 
man, I would be over the moon. What did I say? I said I'd suck your knob if you gave that. <laughs> put that screenshot in the, on the video, George. He literally put, I, I, I put a list of the people I've invited and you said, I, like, I would suck your knob. Uh, I said, and I hope it happens. <laughs> I think that's a line from Wolf of Wall Street, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that, am, I, am I doing the next question? Yeah. Uh, ooh, this is a... It's a bit of a drama one. Benji T, is there anyone in the competitive eating slash podcast world that grinds your gears? No, not really. I mean, I'm not, I, I don't really, I don't get wound up by, by people that much, do I? Yeah, you do actually. I mean, yeah. I do like, but not by people, you know, uh, public figures or anything or people that eat food or whatever. Especially like most of the people that I'm aware of and watch are my friends in, in the eating space. Um... So I don't really get the only thing that I think it winds me up a bit when I, as I get older is is the kind of there is a bit of sometimes egotism in it, you know, where people be like, oh, look how much I can eat or look how quick I can eat. And it's like, man, I'd, yeah. like I, it's it's to me, it's a little bit it's, it's kind of embarrassing for that to be the only thing. Like if you're Joey Chestnut or something, you're the best in the world at that. It's all right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to. But the weird thing is, I think in. In the competitive eating world, the pro- I mean, people are actually in, in majorly eating and do contests. All the people in there in the top 20 are really humble. None of them really talk yeah. themselves up because they know that it only matters when it comes to game. A bit like an, an athlete would. You, I, I bet you don't go into a uh, you know, changing room with Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, and he's saying like how good he is. He doesn't have to because he just proves, proves it out there. Yeah. And I think there's a bit of a, these days especially, I see, see people send me links and whatnot to people's channels. Oh, look how much I'm eating today. Look how... And it's like, nobody really gives a shit, you know, especially if you're not the kind of, if you don't compete, like if you're going to talk about like how good you are at competitive eating and you're not signed with major league eating, like what, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like yeah. that, I, I, that's like me saying I could do a thousand kickups. I'm better than Messi, you know, it's, it's apples and oranges, you know, yeah, but it, it, there's nobody in particular. It's just kind of a, like a pervasive, sometimes a pervasive egotism in there. Yeah, we, I wish that we could say that X person in the podcasting or eating world, you know, just to get a drum of a bit of drama, but like. That's just bad energy, you know. I'm not, I'm not like that woo woo sort of type, but like if you're concentrating on somebody else or somebody else's shit to try and you know pull them down or whatever, like that's just that, yeah. that's just some bad energy for you. Like you you want to be sort of concentrating on your own shit and like everyone everyone's got their own things going on. Let them do whatever they want to do. I think that's an age thing as well. Like maybe if we were younger, we'd be like, oh yeah, this guy, this guy, like yeah, trying to draw up some like fake drama to get some. I hate those channels as well. Like if you see it on YouTube a lot, like people. Are, create content by either insulting other people or drawing other people into debates. Mike was talking about, wasn't he? About yeah, like yeah. Some guy wants to live debate him. What's the point? You're not going to change people's views. On yeah, it's this. funny. I mean, like you, you, we've met like through this game, we've met a lot of successful people like Jack mate and Stevie and them. Like, you know, like that, that's the, I, I messaged Stevie the other day. Um, Cause they've, they have agreed to come up just trying to get the diaries lined up, but they've sort of stepped up another level now. Like, I think they're like in proper a list like it's the biggest show in the UK. They're obviously Spotify exclusive, and they've yeah. got the biggest guests. Had Rob Brydon on, didn't they? Rob Brydon, the, um, the UFC guy, uh, Michael, Michael Bisping, Bisping, and yeah. they had somebody else as well before that. Again, like uh, Johnny Knoxville, like proper yeah. A-listers. Like you could, there's two ways you could look at that. I guess if if you, if I mean, we, we can't even say we compete. We don't compete at all. Like it was two completely different podcasts, and they're like miles ahead of us. 
But if we tried to take some bad energy from that, like hating on them because they've got fucking Johnny Knoxville, like what, we just look like a pair of pricks. Like what, 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 what good could come of that? I don't know why you would do that anyway. It's, it's, it's a waste of your time, right? It's like you say, concentrate on, on, on your own stuff, especially like, especially you get to my age. Would you, would you top, top over 30 if you've got an <laughs> IQ of three digits or more? Well, not, not more, you wouldn't have a four digit IQ. But if you've got, if you're a reasonably intelligent bloke, you, you realise that, you know, life's short. Why would you spend it, like, hating people? If, like, oh, I think it's uh, it's motivating. Like, it's inspiring to see that uh, they can... We, everyone, you know, things can be done. You can see people, like Rogan, for example, you can see it can be done. But he's put the hours in, he's put the 10,000 hours in. You know, like, they have. They've put the years and years of grafting and they're there at the top of the tree. So good for them, man. If we yeah. if we pave that path and we get somewhere close, we can try. You know. I, d- yeah, I don't know anyone else in the podcast world either to, to say that I've, 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 I've you rate, George you rate the Geordie Shaw do Geordie Shaw uh, I've seen yeah, I think Geordie. this last time Big Geordie Big Geordie yeah. Geordie Shaw Geordie Shaw True Geordie True Geordie yeah people say his name to me a lot like the quote his names and I've never actually seen one of his shows I assume he is a Geordie right I'm just yeah yeah I'm not seeing class. You're a big fan yeah. aren't you yeah class and I'm, tr- I'm trying to actively watch and listen to other people's podcasts just to you know yeah, figure, figure the game up. I hadn't seen much of his stuff. No, nobody really grinds my gears. <laughs> that were boring. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, <laughs> maybe it might inspire people to just chill the fuck out. That's the thing, though. Is that you, I, it, my point? My, I am boring, and there's nothing particularly entertaining about me. I'm not going to say, "Yeah, I fucking hate this guy." Right. So the next question is from the Caffeine Crusade. Uh, would Beard rather every challenge had mushrooms or a colander of chips? <laughs> Depends on the size of the colander. No, um, mushrooms, just because they're, I, I find them hard to digest. People know that, but um, they're lower in calories by a mile, right? So if, even just purely for that reason. And they're easier to eat, even though they don't taste good. Yeah. They're sloppy, aren't they? Just neck them. <laughs> so yeah, that's an easy one, mushrooms. That's the weirdest thing I find about, you know, when I watch you do your eating challenges, is like how you itemize the food rather than try and make like a combination of, is that just a technique? Oh, like, and you leave the worst till last, like you do this massive meal. And I know like if I were doing a huge meal, I'd thought I'll eat the shittiest thing worst because at the end, I'm definitely not going to want to eat that. Whereas like um, you go the opposite way, you're like, oh, this is really nice. Yeah, I think the, the whole like doing things, I, I, I've changed a little bit from that. But yeah, you're right. I do like one item at a time usually. And that's normally just to keep it interesting. Like if, especially if it's going to be something hard, like something that I think might be difficult. Yeah. Like the flavor of something that rather than just mixing everything together, like eggs with some toast. So like if I do a breakfast, I'll almost always make sandwiches out of stuff. I won't just eat the toast dry at the end. Yeah. Um, leaving the, the the bad stuff to the end is just kind of like, a, for me, it's like I've not usually not eaten for like 24 hours or more. So I don't really want to go in and just eat uh-huh. like mushrooms first or whatever. I think I'm just not going to really enjoy it. And I think if they're harder at the end, it will make the video more entertaining. So it's more like me, people don't think about- That's like, so much depth of thought. I know, but like that's people, I think people don't recognize, like when I sit down to eat, do, to film a video, the last thing on my mind is A, enjoying the food, B, how quick I can do it. The point that what I'm thinking of is all right, how, where, do I, where is the commentary going to fit in? What am I going to talk about? Where, where do I take breaks? I don't like, people probably don't know that, but like I, I said to you, let's just eat for a minute before yeah. we say anything. Because then I know I can do an introduction with the commentary and stuff like that. So at the end, I think, well, all right, the, I'm going to do the fries at the end because I'm not going to talk about them. There's going to be a ton of them. So I can time lapse that one minute of me eating the fries. 
which I can't really do at the beginning because you know it's just more it's just stuff like that. That's so. some depth. That that's some that's some gold dust. If you're a um, an eating YouTube channel and you're trying to get some tips from a, an OG, that's some gold right there. <laughs> OG, <laughs> <laughs> it is lovely. That's, that's the thing. It's like, true. You see people line up and they just go. Oh, I'm just going to eat. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, we, there's ostensibly no difference between four years ago me eat, eating this and now me eating the same thing. The difference is the video's going to be way better because not only is it going to be more professionally produced there's gonna be more dyna dynamism the pace is gonna be better because i've thought okay i'm gonna eat this at this time and that's why it, it winds me up a bit when people go oh you could have done that quick if you stopped talking so, yeah yeah but then what the fuck what's the point of the video you know what i mean like <laughs> right so last one well last one on these pages we've got we've got actually quite a few more um assad five nine one five five nine one five maybe that's his like mobile number or his whatsapp <laughs> or something right adam uh, adam or even josh so i'm assuming it for you <laughs> uh, how do you find balance between your physical health and your um, i'm assuming it's psychological health health uh Ooh, that's a good one thank you that's a great question Asad. Asad, thanks yeah. man that's a really good one um i suppose that's just like a question i don't know how to answer that i'll be honest uh physical discipline like i don't think physical health and mental health are mutually exclusive there's a link between the two so i think I, for example i know that um i'm really really cranky if i go like three say i have three days where i'm eating like 500 calories or something on that third day i'm gonna feel like shit and i'm probably gonna be less fun to be around um and, and I, I don't know i'll probably i don't want to say i'll be depressed isn't the word but i'll, I'll probably be, I'll, I'll, I'll be more concerned with mental difficulty i think because i'll just have more time to think about i've just been in a negative state of mind so i think for me it's just um i don't know it's a question of discipline perspective you know for me like well, I, I think i am physically healthy a lot of people think i'm, I'm I, I take a really good care of my body you know um and with that i think it comes mental health i think not always but i think there's a degree a lot of people don't realize um you know even stuff like your diet and you know what micronutrients you might be missing and stuff like that has an effect on the way you feel which can then make if you if you're prone to i don't know episodes of depression or whatever if you're not if you're not eating right that can have an effect on that for sure um so that's the best answer i can give i think i don't know that's a bit washy but no, i think that's fair cop i think that i'd be inclined to agree with you i think it's um like I know my physical health has got a direct impact on my, like the way that I feel. So like, I know that if I train that causes me to drink more water, which causes me to be hydrated, which gives me like, I feel like a, a, I can function at a higher level. Whereas like, it, and I'm like, I'm on or off when I'm training. So like I'm currently injured. So I've not trained for a week and I feel like shit. Is that because I suplexed you last week? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, I think it, you've got if you can consciously i know like of a winter i won't i won't train as much it was a great a great man i remember sat there going fucking hell i can't be asked with this like you know everything's just became a bit of a chore yeah and i had to like i had to put it into perspective and consciously go i need to go back to the gym get a routine train drink water not eat like a twat you know eat some fruit or vegetables and consciously just try and get some discipline back and naturally it all follows suit you know your, your mental and your physical start to align and i think and I, it sounds like it's, it sounds simple but it's hard to get the, the gears turning so when we, when we spoke about the like why is beard not fat that, that episode 
we were very sort of like clinical, like this is how you do it. But to put it into practice is, is a uh, lot yes. more difficult. Different question. But as a caveat as well, like if you actually have serious medical um, mental problems, it's, that's not going to be solved by eating well and going to the gym. No, no, Go no. see a doctor, you know. But like, yeah, for me, it's not. It's just a question of yeah, perspective, I think. And just yeah, bit, and like, for me, being busy, like being busy really helps me. Yeah, like I'm, I'm in a really, well, I'm not in a really good mood now because I've, I've slept one day, one one day's worth of sleep in, I don't know, two and a half days. But um, if I'm busy, I know I'm, my mental well-being is good because I've got purpose. Yeah, and I think the worst for me is like if I go a few days and I've not. It's rare that I don't have anything to do, but if that, that, those days happen, I'm like. I'm itching to do something, you know, which is why this podcast is good because it gets me out of the house. I was about to say that. that like, th- th- this podcast is an example. Like, if you can listen to podcasts that, that get your mental muscles flowing, if, obviously, if you're not an actual podcaster, but if you can listen to them, that gets the mental juices flowing. Like, that, that's, it's like exercising your brain. You know, you, you, you are exercising your bandwidth of knowledge across whatever sector or you want to learn, learn from. And it's the same with this. Like, it's quite a, a therapeutic thing to be able to create content like this. It's really raw. The art of conversation is lost in it. Like I think it it's, is, yeah. it's a good thing to be able to just sit down with somebody like a mate or whatever. Like, yeah, go chat to your pals. It's whoever, like try to see how, how deep you can get into a conversation as opposed to just like top level. Are oh, you doing? You're all right. Yeah, I'm all right. You watch play. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fucking some dude from Leeds has got a goal or Leeds have been gone down. Then you're going to be sad. <laughs> if you're I'm an Arsenal fan. Yeah, but you've, you're a bit of a Leeds fan as well. Yeah, speaking of which, since I went, that Bielsa's been fucking fired. Oh, yeah. Or left back at the man. That's terrible news. Anyway, it was, um, yeah, like I like when Wenger left Arsenal, man, I was devastated. <laughs> I thought you were about the Wenger boys. What <laughs> a But so, yeah, answer the question. <laughs> Just get that mental juices flowing. And obviously, if you have got mental health problems... You know, speak to professionals about it. Yeah, check out uh, like Ben's channel. He talks a lot about mental health and mental well-being, and there's a lot of stuff on there. So, yeah. Uh, next question. This is from this. So we're on YouTube now. We've, we've put it across multiple platforms. Oh right, okay. Um, rum o'clock. I like that. That's a that's a sailors. That's a sailors channel. Uh, well, yeah, rum's my that's my alcohol of choice as well. I don't drink much, right? But if I'm not gonna have a beer, you know, I can only drink beer for so long. If I do drink, over in London, you tanked a few after the mojitos, didn't you? You had a few rums, a few spice rums, rum yeah. o'clock, a bit of cracking or something. Cost like fucking twelve quid. <laughs> What's your favorite non-breakfast item to eat in a challenge? He said here both, but like I, I don't do challenges, so this is all you, man. What's your favorite oh, non-breakfast man. item to eat in a challenge? Um, <laughs> Just see another question. <laughs> um i that's really tough to eat in like a because to me like what what makes a, a challenge fun like from filming a video is um if it's something new or different um but typically food challenges breakfast you know pizza burgers it's always the same but it, i think pancakes are always pretty good because they're really easy to eat i'm like a bit of a carb fiend so people know that I typically know that like if I'm going to eat a lot of something, carbohydrates, people think like, oh, you know, bread's difficult to eat and stuff like that, or something dough is difficult to eat. It's not. It's really easy for your body to process compared to, say, meat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe pancakes, I'd say, because they're just really simple to, to eat and it's not hard work for, to get them down usually. If we did that pancake challenge, like I want to, we need to do another challenge. Yeah, yeah. Like a team challenge or whatever. Cause like, I, if I could have picked anything, like that wouldn't have been like, I don't really like, I'm not that asked about pancakes. I'm not that asked about cream. I feel like that, I, I think you can only get, I feel like that's like a high moment for you though. Cause you did really well. <laughs> you could have almost, I almost wanted to 
so you kind of push and like almost risk puking to, to actually see if you could win because you only had a few mouthfuls left. Um, there were a lot of cream left that I like it. Yeah, but cream's just, it's like air, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's going from you, you're a professional. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's not hard to eat, is it? But um, yeah, we'll, we'll do another one for sure. There's that, uh, we said about a pizza challenge, didn't we? There's a, a pizza challenge locally that's like the biggest pizza in the UK. Yeah, they only just do it on, they do it on weird days, don't That'd they? I, cool. need, I need to look it up, they'll see if they still oh, do it. Oh, a breakfast chat, I'd really like to do a, like, I don't know if I'd do well or not, but I enjoy like breakfast food. So I think like that'd, be, that'd be quite cool. Like an English breakfast. Yeah. Fry up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, man, there's so many breakfast challenges. They're, just, they're always popping up as well. There must be a hundred in, yeah. in England. So we could probably do one of those for sure. Like you said, I had a good run there. Like it, it were all right. <laughs> the next question is from there on YouTube. Dave Hilton. <laughs> it's not gonna be dick related again no but would you ever have would you ever would fucking hell would you ever have an enema an enema yeah for for like for fun or for like a reason that's the that's the, that's the question you take you read into that what you whatever you want yeah if i needed to <laughs> i mean i've had like suppositories before anyway like you know medicine up your ass all right you know as younger or whatever but yeah i, I mean i'm not i'm not that kind of prudish that i don't want anything in my ass like what is an enema like a, is that like, where like the flush a suppository, right? Like a, something that goes up your, uh, normally like a bullet shaped thing that goes in your ass. For I thought it was that one where the, the, uh, the water goes in and it's like a, it takes all of your that's, shit out, all that, shit. That's colonic irrigation. No, I totally have that though. I don't know how useful it'd be. I mean, I have a high fiber diet, so I don't really need it. An enema involves inserting liquid or gas into the rectum, which is the lower part of the large intestine. Oh, liquid or gas. So I was wrong. Yeah. I was thinking a suppository. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be averse to it. I don't think I would, not, I wouldn't elect to say, oh yeah, just give me a bit of gas in the ass. They did like, it on but, uh, oh, Jackass, didn't they? I'm sure he put like a tube up his ass with water in it or coke or... This podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure, right? Why, you ever seen that? You ever seen the like, survival programs on Discovery? Uh, uh, somebody man, can I'm confirm really. this in the comments. I'm pretty sure somebody that got like lost at sea, you can't drink. So imagine the, if you get stuck at sea, you're on a boat and you've got no fresh water. You can't drink seawater because it's full of sea, it's full of salt. Okay. But I'm sure I saw that a guy that gave himself an enema with seawater because it can pull the salt out yeah. of it, but then Come you can hydrate now. yourself. Come on now. I'm with George now. What, what's, where's this going? Hey, uh, nah. this is just the questions we get asked. Yeah, I'd, yeah but I, would, I mean, I would not electively. I, yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't be, if my doctor says you've got to have one, yeah. Weirdly, some guy called, some account called Cheese, has asked, uh, are there more doors or more wheels in the world? We've already answered that one. Wheels, for sure. Uh, Rob Bostock, uh, what's your favourite guest so far? And then, like, who would be your ultimate guest, dead or alive? So Ooh, we've already said or, but dead, dead, or, or, dead or, alive. or alive is a little bit different. So we'll go for your favourite guest so far. Um, oh, I feel kind of, like, bad, though, for... for uh... You've got to say Mrs. Beard, you fucked. No, I'm not saying Mrs. Beard. She, was, <laughs> she wasn't even going to be in the considerate. Um... <laughs> I think, oh man, they, I've enjoyed all of them really. Um, I'm going to say Mike just because I don't really have to say much. Yeah. I just sat here and listened to him and he's an interesting, and what he does is interesting, I think. And, and it, there's some similarities in that he, what he does is entertainment, but there's, you know, there's like a purpose behind what he does. And, you know, he's obviously super successful as well. But then I really like the one with Honor as well. Um, yeah. Just because I didn't, I don't like, it's probably not the word, but like that was insightful for I different reasons. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I, I probably, yeah, I'll say Mike, just because it's the most recent one in memory. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, for me, it's tough. It is tough. Like, honors were amazing. You know, like his story, like you didn't know really know what to expect. I've known yeah. honor. A lot of these guests I've known for quite a long time. So it's, for me, it's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, 
and I do a lot, I obviously do like the prep work, so I kind of know which way we're going to steer the conversation. But I, wanted, I actually really enjoyed Ben Pearson coming on the just to sort of merge them two worlds. Because obviously, you you'd never met him, no. but I work with him regularly for his channel, and to to sort of bring it all into one place, it got a good reaction from the audience. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed rate my takeaways because again, I'd just done the yeah. uh, Christmas video for rate my takeaway. We're just about to do yours. So I've, not that, even, I've not even thought about that. That just didn't pop into my head. I don't know why. Uh, so it's tough to. I couldn't. I didn't he just open a fucking takeaway or something? I just thought I saw a news article this morning like he's opened his own thing. Has he? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think that I'm certain that that happened. Um, I saw it somewhere. I'm not gonna be able to find it again. But I think he opened his own take. There was a uh, article somewhere rambling a bit. But let's have a quick, a quick search. I can't see any. Where click, did you see it on Twitter? Click on new, news. I think it was it was on Facebook, I think. But oh, was, yeah? Yeah, but it was reported by like some rag, you know, like Leeds Live. <laughs> it literally is Leeds Live. Is it? Danny Malin opens his own takeaway in Leeds after being wowed by Friends Burgers. Hey, Well, he's just nicked his Friends Burgers and used them at his own restaurant. That's what that implies. He's opened a, a restaurant called Brodie's in Pudsey with his friend Ashley Steele. Yeah, all right, cool. Good for him, man. We'll go check out his burger. Oh yeah, fair play. I feel like that you probably should would maybe chose a different name, just to kind of capitalize on and call it. Rate, you couldn't call it rate my takeaway, but we'll. Uh, I'll I'll drop him a line and find out the story. We can bring it up on another podcast. That's a great idea for a, a, another contrived little clip. Try and rate my takeaways takeaway. <laughs> Get some food in on. We can't slander it then though, and say oh, this is terrible. No, yeah, we've got to look after it. But yeah, you were a good guest. Um, the second part of it, dead or alive guests. Go. Oh man, that's a really tough one. I think because I feel like I want to say Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> just because of the views. Imagine the views, man. Um, and I look a bit like him. No, I'd, um, yeah, some some wild historical figure. Um. You, 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 have you got one while I'm thinking? Just off the top of my head, I think um, I think Meatloaf would have been cool just because of his career, like how sort of transformative it was for his his music and then as well as his acting career and just everything that he did as an artist. I think that'd be a really cool guest. Right. I've just gone back to, this is <laughs> kind of comes in the same uh, bracket, but you know that we were asked the dream guest before? Because yeah. I suppose it's not dead. As far as I know, <clears throat> he's retired. Daniel Day-Lewis. I would feel like I would, I, I would probably pay... 20 grand I'll get your media's budget to get to get him on um to get him on that'll be him because he's like he's the best actor ever for me yeah by a mile um and he's just such an interesting guy you know he like he, quit, he kind of briefly he's retired from acting now but you know he briefly quit and went off to make clogs in italy that's something i do you know i just thought fuck this i'm not doing it anymore <laughs> that's, that's such an arty thing to do with yeah. it that but uh, alive or did I don't Martin Luther King because we were just talking about him a second ago because yeah, I went yeah. to visit those uh, yeah, yeah. historical gardens and whatnot. Just I think any for me it wouldn't be somebody who's just famous or does something uh, which is just kind of creative play like acting because acting and music and all that stuff are really important. I think that for me anyway. But I think I'd want if I was going to speak to somebody in a conversation, I'd want somebody who's done something amazing. So yeah, maybe like Martin Luther King or. Some other kind of humanitarian. Don't know. I'd have to think about it. Like it. Right. So Ira Lawton. Oh, this is again on YouTube. Uh, this one's mainly for Adam, but Josh can answer the second half. There's a few questions in this. Uh, what specifically got you into competitive eating? 
was there a time and a place you especially remember when you came across the idea? And uh, do you think Josh comments on your lack of height because he secretly feels inferior to your oversized <laughs> eating? And then the last bit, do you have any regrets in life? Uh, and if you if you do, what would you change? Oof, that's a tough one. That was a lot of there were a few questions. It's in like that. a question time. You know when you watch question time and they ask these <laughs> really long rambly questions so they can get so, so I like it though. Um, in terms of get, I've, I think I've talked about this before, but in terms of actually getting into, uh, you check them still rolling. Just checking batteries. Actually, like a, we're good. Oh no, that one look. That one's looking a bit. Uh, All right, well, I'll try a bit be, hairy. I'll try and be yeah, quick then. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Uh, in terms of how I got into competitive eating, talked about it before, but it wasn't really like a. I, I didn't know it competitive eating exists because to, to me, competitive eating isn't eating food on YouTube. It's like doing contests and stuff. Yeah. I only became aware that those existed after I started doing a couple of food challenges, met a couple of other people in the in the space, and started making videos. And then I did a couple of uh, kind of events and stuff like that. Um, so I didn't. I, there wasn't a point where I thought. I am going to become a competitive eater. You know, I just, it kind of, I fell into it, you know. Um, and I've said before, it's a bit like uh, when I did food challenges, it's, it's kind of like if, if Josh, if, if you woke up tomorrow and you were good at something, nobody gives a shit about like <laughs> lacrosse or ping pong. I'm sure like the, the, those- I'm are, very good at ping pong. Yeah? Yeah. Right, well, there you go. Like, And if you then discovered that there was a, an elite environment where you could win trophies, compete- I mean, I don't know the world champs are at those sports, but I imagine it takes a lot of dedication. Yeah. They probably just do it out of love competition. So that, that's how it evolved. Um, uh, what was the second part? That, um, you don't sweat it, man. If we lose that camera, we've got wide. We'll, we'll be all right. All right, cool. Um, what was the second part? Um, come here, uh, time you especially remember when you came across the idea. Are you in the height think, thing? Oh, yeah. Do you think my uh, my comments on your lack of height is because I secretly feel inferior to your oversized eating? I, I would like, I'd like to say laugh and say, yeah, no, no I think it's just because we're mates and you just take the piss out of your friends, don't you? I always call you, um, Ginger. Ginger, which isn't really a piss take because you're ginger, but I think it's just that you don't like being skinny called Skinny and lanky. Yeah, yeah. Small arms. Yeah. That, massive that. willy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And what was the last part? Do you have any regrets in life? And if you do, what oh, would you change? That's, that's tough. That's really a tough one. I, by and large, no, I don't, th I think I don't have time for regrets in life. I think you, you, things that you regret usually are learning experiences, you know, things that you failed at that you, that you then take as a lesson. That's, that's life. Yeah. One thing I do regret is, uh, yeah, the, before my dad died is not spending more time with my dad and my attitude towards th thinking that he was going to be all right. Cause my uh, pe people don't know my dad had a stroke, like a really bad stroke and then fucking lingered on for like eight months and then eventually went, but he, it was, you know, he was in a wheelchair. Like to my dad as well, it was super active. He played sports, played golf four times a week, always out socializing to then be bedridden and stuff. And I think because I was very, very focused at this point in time, in time of my career or what I was doing, I think I didn't, if I could go back and, and do that differently, I would, but that's probably the only thing in my life that I would do differently. Yeah, I, I, that's, a, I mean, I can't even imagine what that was like. And I think that's probably when people lose people close to them, that's, that's always the case in it. Like they always would say, I wish I'd have spent more time, even if you spent, and I'm sure you spent bags of time with him, you know, it would always, you always want that, that, that one last opportunity. It's that, that's life. And I think that's where like, when you, you say about doing jobs like this or doing whatever you personally, you do what's, what you want to do in life as the best of your ability. So you want that, that freedom to, to pursue a career or pursue just your passions. Like that's a, a it's a, a privilege in it. Yeah. Um, and life's all about balance. And you, I don't think we'll ever find balance across personal, professional. Like it's, it's a tough thing in it. 
Yeah, yeah but I think it's, uh, as well it's to get to my edge and not only really have that as what you wouldn't major regret. I think it's kind of a good thing because people dwell on things I think too much, things that they should have done, shouldn't have done. And I think if you think if you hadn't done this or hadn't done that, then maybe you know you wouldn't be what you are now. You know, butterfly effect and all that. Yeah, that, that whole failing thing. It's like I like that John Kavanaugh quote you know like win or learn you know like there's no f- real failing it's just yeah. learn or you know you're, you're winning uh there's a couple of, i put it out as like a last chance as well on uh on our instagram so there, there were a couple more that came in so right family heart fun food mushrooms aside what would you what would be the worst food challenge for you something spicy something like brutally spicy it's quite an easy one. I hate I hate spicy food, so like that that would be the worst by a mile. Mister Reviewdel, um, it's got he's put two things in. He's put any chance uh, this is what we can edu- have a bit of an education here. Any chance you could shout out my page? Uh, just started out and being a long time follower of Adam's work. And then his second actual question was, "What's your favorite noodles?" So this is the first part we actually mentioned this on. Uh, one of the earlier podcasts we talked about like collaborating now it really doesn't work like they're, they're shouting out pages and like that we could say everyone go follow mr reviewdo but like our influence is very very limited like let, people let, are not going to listen yeah let's we can deliver a bit of a, a, a not in a uh an aloof way but a bit of a lesson here what, what's the name of the channel mr reviewdo mr reviewdo on uh, instagram right so mr reviewdo right so everyone go and, and check out mr reviewdo's channel or instagram page or whatever it is and that will teach you that uh, really that 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 won't help, you know. Like the amount of people that have uh, over the years, friends as well, like ask me for shout outs for this and that. And it's not that p- people don't want to do them. It's because uh, what I know is that you, that, that, that that's not going to transfer to you. you. There's so many things, so many variables there that people might not be interested in what you do. Like if somebody with a say like a, a knitting channel says, oh, will you give me a shout out? Nobody's going to, people might go and look at it, but they're not going to go subscribe to it, you know. The, the, the most important thing I would say is just if, if you've got a channel or whatever it is you do, yeah. Just spend, you know, time just trying to grow your own audience and do it consistently over years. And that's the best that you can do. Shout outs aren't going to help you. I could get a shout out tomorrow from Mr. Be- I've been on fucking Mr. Beast's yeah, reaction yeah, yeah. channel. It doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, so, it's just a case of, because it's, it's so, like the audiences are so niche that they don't transfer over. Like, you know, yeah, it's, 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 however, he is in the food niche and it's called Mr. Review. I'm on his page now, Mr. Reviewdo because he reviews noodles. I love that. That is really good. That's clever. I like it. But, so, but, so what's my favorite noodles? Yeah. What's your favorite noodles? I'm not a big noodle lover, to tell you the truth. Does it, do I have to pick like a flavor of pot noodle? Or? I guess, well, I guess. Like, I, I don't think you have to pick a flavor. It, like he's got a bunch of noodles on, on his what's page. A, what, what's a different type of, there's like ramen noodles. That's all I know. What else? What other kind of noodles are there? Pot noodles, super noodles. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'd, oh, actually, i tell you what. I don't know if it counts, but there's this thing like a Jewish delicacy, not delicacy, yeah, a thing called noodle kugel, which they sell at like a lot of Jewish delis in like New York, which is a dessert. And it's made out of like uh, some kind of noodle and it's like baked almost. It's almost kind of, feels a bit like a bread pudding, but with noodles, which sounds a bit rank. But um, I love uh, it's like a new, the word noodle. And then I think it's K-O-O-G-L-E. Or K U G L E, I don't know, but that, <laughs> so that's that. that's my favorite by a mile. Not had it in ages. Right. So last question. This is the last one from uh, Instagram account. Lauren is a bad person. At Lauren is a bad person. If you could pee your favorite beverage, would you drink it? Brackets. Soup is included. <laughs> well, where's your head at? 
the camera's just gone. But um, right, this one then you have it. Where's your head at? Um, I mean, if it if it if it had not been filtered through my kidneys, meaning it contained lots of bodily waste, if it, if I was literally just peeing out like my, <laughs> one of my favorite so my, my, my favorite beverage, I think, especially after this trip, is is um, I think probably um. In like a sweet tea they have it like in the south everywhere yeah iced was, tea uh, yeah um or like a and w root beer i love that as well if i could pee that out and it was like un untouched by the contact with my organs it just tasted like that yeah i probably would drink it was like, like so i've got a, have a continuous supply of plentiful liquid so Pretty i much. drink it and i pee yeah. and i drink bad girls yeah. drinks his own piss anyway so like if actual he, piss yeah it's actual piss so if you could have uh something he enjoyed yeah, totally. Apple juice, whatever. Yeah. How long's that? How long's this podcast? Yeah. Christ Almighty. One fit. Uh, one hour fifteen. Okay, <laughs> now. Wasn't that? I thought. It, I thought it felt. It feels like longer. Yes, yeah, because we had a A and W root beer piss break in between. <laughs> um, man, that's been a good. I enjoy, quite enjoyed that. Went some 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 deep places, which I didn't expect from uh, the Q and A from the audience that we only put out like last minute. I like the questions that like aren't really about eating you know yeah they're a bit more um i know it's what people generally want to know but they're a bit more they make you think don't they absolutely i'm still going to think about what who i want as my favorite guest alive or dead so i'm not entirely sure i'd land on martin luther king i'll just kind of i want it to just sound like an intellectual <laughs> i think but uh, maybe i'd think about someone else i don't know i would like if you look at like uh like current creators that I'd, I'd really like to meet peter mckinnon i think or casey knight's that i don't think i would because of what we said before. Oh, we have said, yeah. I, yeah I that, think, that, that, like, part of me don't want to ever meet it, but part of me kind of does want to have that conversation. I'd love to say to them, like, all right, guys, I like your videos. You know, yeah. so they experience the gratitude because I know what that feels like for me when people say I love your videos. I think I quite like that. But, um, yeah, I feel like like you always say, like, if you meet people that you, yeah. you like, you respect or whatever, that sometimes you can... But I, I think I have the common sense. To, if, if, Pete McKinnon, if I meet Pete McKinnon, right, he's out here right now and he's not interested in me, I probably just think he's having a bad day. I wouldn't judge him for it. No, no, no. So I suppose there's that. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't not want to meet him, I suppose. Especially Casey, he was a fucking legend. Rock and roll. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll put this back to you, then the audience. What guest would be the perfect guest you'd like to see those idiots talk to? Like, put it in the comments on the the YouTube video. We haven't had that. We haven't had any... Oh, no, we had Mrs. Beard. I was going to say we haven't had any female guests. We can drop an exclusive. We are having... uh, Kate Owens, she's coming. Oh up. yeah. So Some people ask for that. If that's in your space, eating and I don't YouTube videos. Ch- I don't want to chat about. <laughs> Probably <laughs> eating food. YouTube videos. Get some food, in, I suppose. Yeah. That's it, mate. That's another one in the bag. Uh, we should say as well. Like, leave it. In the, if you want to see like a Q and A round two, we could maybe make it a bit not a regular thing in that like every week, but we could maybe do one every couple of months or something. Yeah, if yeah. You do, if you've got more stuff to ask, I don't know. <laughs> Fire away. You look at that camera. It's felt. It's, it's yeah. I don't know why. It's, it's gone. We're on, habit, we're on this hab- camera now. If you have any questions, drop <laughs> it down in the comments and uh, yeah, we'll maybe do another one. All right. Thank you very much. Catch you on the next one. Peace.